Hi, welcome back with Moms with Attitudes. Um, I want to say it's season nine every time, but we are episode nine. This is Chelsea, home from Mexico. Home from Mexico, and this is Beth, where I, I've been home from Mexico for... But you're going yeah, soon. Yeah, but I'm going soon. Yes, yes, I'm excited. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. I am just back on the grind trying to get my life back together. Um, <laughs> didn't really want to come home because I had so much fun. Uh, but I think we're going to do some catch-up. We've had... I feel like we've had a lot in this last yeah. week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like... I want to hear all about your trip. All about Our listeners want to hear about your trip. Okay, well, I'll give a short version, you know, because we touch on a lot of topics, and we want you guys to pay attention. <laughs> so, Mexico was an all-inclusive trip in this super huge resort, El Dorado Suites. Um, we had, like, a, our own personal pool, so that was super cool, super nice. Um, you know, lots of lots of drinks involved and great food. And we wanted to, we planned on going and doing something like after dinner every time, but we ate so much we never did. We always went back to the room. Um, and then what are some other things that are monumental? We did massages on the beach, which was super fun. And Tony was skeptical, but he liked it. And then we, or then I did a spa day-ish, half day. But then I let Tony do. I let. You let Tony. I let Tony. Thank you for letting him enjoy his, you know, I actually had to really, what I've been saying is convince (laughs) Tony to do this hydrotherapy thing. Okay, tell me what that is because I am not like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, I didn't know either. I don't know any of the stuff. So, I don't know if it's a scam or if it's real. (laughs) Or if it helped us in any shape or form. But in Mexico, they have it and they like charge you for it. So basically, we go into a mud room. You go into all these different rooms. They actually never told us how it was beneficial to us. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we just did it. But a mud room where you put like mud on you. And Tony basically said that he thought they were trying to kill us because it was like a steam room. <laughs> And so then the next room. I'm sure for him it's like doing hot yoga or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was, a, I wouldn't have done it by myself. Okay. Like, I wouldn't have walked in that room. It's because it's like a steam room on steroids, you know, because you can't, so you can't see anything. You're like, what person in their right mind would walk in here? And then you have mud? You put mud on all over you. Okay. And then the next room is the ice room. And so it's just like a really cold room. Once. The steam room supposed to open your pores. The cold room supposed to close your pores. Okay. I do know that part. And then you go into this high-pressure sprayer thing. And it's just like basically a shower that sprays water on you really hard. And I don't know what that was supposed to do. <laughs> and then after that, you go into like a whirlpool with all these different like jet things. And they just have different pressures. They have... Really wasn't that impressed with the pressure part, like the the water jacuzzi like spouts you go whatever. That was cool. And then after that, you're supposed to go into like an ice bath or like a cooler temperature that's supposed to regulate your temperature again. So all in all, yeah, it felt cool. Like once it was done, like you felt relaxed or whatnot. 
Did and your skin feel any different? Like, was no. it softer? No. Oh. Didn't feel any different. Mm, okay. So, um. So, it sounds like it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool experience. <laughs> it was, like, fun to do because it was, like, everything. We had no idea what to expect. Well, and, and so, I think especially to do it together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, we had all the jokes, you know? Yeah, of but course. other, so that, I only got cut off at the bar one time since we were there. So, that was good. You got cut off at the bar? Yeah, just once. Just once. Just you one were time. only there for four days. Five, um, five days, five four days. nights. Okay. You know. So, you have to tell this story, like, how you got and why you got cut off. Well, first of all, I'm a lightweight. And second of all, um, I was, you know, keeping it pretty chill most of the trip. And then it was, like, our last night there. And I was like, you know what? Just, you know, you got to. Sometimes you just got to let loose. Got to let loose. How it was, um. Body shots and lemon drop shots and... Body shots? Yeah. Wow. And uh, mudslide on the rocks was my drink of choice. And the thing is, is that bartenders would make our drinks really strong. And then I said, how are you going to cut me off if you make making my drink so strong? Okay, wait. Let's go back. Uh-huh. First of all, okay. body shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... <laughs> Tony was doing shots off of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. we didn't like pick people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then were you doing shots off of him? No. Okay. No. It wasn't reciprocal. It wasn't a reciprocation <laughs> happening. Yeah. No. Just him. And then okay, you said your drink of choice choice was mudslide. A mudslide. Is that what your dad drinks? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was like your dad's drink. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're turning into your dad. Yeah. I think I've probably been like him. Well, you have been like yeah. him for a long time. But but yeah. Now you're even drinking what he drinks. Yeah. Cause it doesn't feel like alcohol until you get cut off. And then Yeah. <laughs> so they cut me off at the pool bar. So then I just walked out and went downstairs to the other bar. Uh, oh, that yeah. is... Okay. So you were still able to partake in this. Yeah. You know, they cut me off a little premature. Beverages. But yeah. then Tony took... We went up. Then Tony cut you off. Then Tony says, time to go upstairs. We didn't make it to dinner on our last night. Well, we did. We just had room service. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was all right, though. Um... Oh, my gosh. But we pulled a Beth. Oh, not really. Oh, wait. What? Okay. <laughs> this one's funny. Sort of annoying. So, every resort, they're going to try and sell you something. Right? You can become a member. Did you know? Did you know you can become a member? <laughs> or a timeshare or whatever. But these are members. So, And then they offer you all this free stuff. Right? They're like, oh, we'll do this. And oh, we'll do that. No, oh, we'll do this. Like, nothing's free, people. I know this game. So, anyways, Tony was like, well, let's just check it out. I could tell he was, like, down for free stuff. I was like, oh, man. I mean, so, hey, if they're going to pay you or if they're going to whatever, I don't know. Well, so we went. They said it'd take an hour of our time. Well, it was like we had this chick that was talking to us. And, like, the first 25 minutes, she talked about her stupid dog. So, fine. And I wasn't paying attention because I didn't really want to be there to begin with. And it was our first night there first day there and so I was like on my phone like scrolling or make checking emails doing things she just kept talking she kept trying to make eye contact with me and I wasn't really interested and Tony you know team HR super engaging 
I wanted to be like, if you don't stop fucking talking. Oh, sorry about that. If you don't stop talking, because I would just like slap his leg. Like, just let her finish talking so we can get out of here. So he was just asking questions just to kind of. just Yeah, just connecting, relating. Yeah. Being very polite, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, these people think that you're interested the way you're acting. <laughs> like, if you don't stop. So then at one point she gets up and says, I'll be right back. And she bring well, not right back. She comes back like two, I don't know. It's probably 10 minutes later. It's too long for us to be sitting there. And then brought clearly the manager. And the whole time they're like, um, this isn't, you know, if you give us a no, that's fine. No high pressure sales. Uh, I'm like, guys, reverse psychology started a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> so we can stop with the, the games. But then, so then he starts talking. At this point, it had been an hour, okay? So I looked at Tony. I'm like, hey, it's been an hour. You know, we don't have a long trip here. And so he was like, hey, guys, like, we really appreciate your time. But we have a short trip, so we have given you an hour. And we're going to talk it over, and we'll get back with you. And then this man that's trying to not high-pressure sales us goes, well, you and I both know that... She has not given us her full attention. I said, <laughs> hold up. I just looked at him like, what? And they were like, we asked for an hour of your time. And you have given us your time. But we need you both on board. We need you to give us your time. But you're like, I was never on board to begin with. I was like, first of all, this is not, uh, don't scold me because you're not winning, right? I'm not in first grade. You're not going to oh tell me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, and he. I think Tony felt the fire starting to come and he just kind of was like frantically trying to shut it all down. And then I, I just was like, well, I'm able to multitask. And um, then Tony did say like, well, we gave you an hour of our time. You should have been able to present the information in, the, in an hour of our time, regardless of what we were doing. Right. In like an engaging you know, I wasn't engaging person. at all. I didn't want to engage. So, well, yeah, I know that you didn't, but the argument for that person is like, you know, yeah, like I was just like, oh, I was so put off by it. And this guy was trying to give me a flower and stuff. I'm like, I don't want this flower. I'm just going to put it in the trash can. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? You know, I'm not at my house. Oh, anyways. Goodness. So once we got out of there, it was nice. Oh, um, I love it. And, uh, yeah. So, so you guys are not new We are not owners. members. Or members. We are not new members. Not Ruby. Not Sapphire. Not whatever. Diamond. Yeah. And you would see them around. I'm like, don't even. Don't look at me. I any type we'll, of way. I wonder if we'll get hit up. And you know Tyler and I will be like, sure. Do you, I mean, if there's any kind of like free gift card or anything, we'll probably do it. Oh, they'll give you some massages and whatnot. Did they give you guys anything? Yeah, we got our free you got your couples massage. Okay. See, it's kind of worth it just for like an hour. I mean, that's our argument is that if you know, if you know going in and it's not what you want, like you have your intention and that's really to get the free. Well, yeah. Whatever. And they were like, so what brought, or what was your motive to come in here? And I was like, the free stuff. And they were like, well, is that, is that the only reason you guys came in here? And I was like, yeah. You're like, and then Tony's like, well, we just wanted to see what this was about. I'm like, no, we didn't. <laughs> so, like, I wanted to be like, we are not that broke, Tony. But, uh. Oh, I love it. No, I mean. 
Yeah, that's why we do those timeshare presentations is mm. because, I mean, now, well, like now we've gone through them so long or so many times. I feel like we're, we're like, we're not like cheapskates in any kind of way. But if like someone's going to offer you a weekend and wherever just to go do a one hour presentation when you already know in your mind that like you're not going to fall for their antics and their tricks and their cells and uh, this is the last offer that we're going to give you. Oh. And it's like, so look at this. You yeah. know, that's happened to us so many times. And we're like, Tyler and I just look at each other and we're just like, we yeah, pull- no, we're good. We pulled the whole, well, a few things. We pulled the whole. They said to us, the best sales tacket- tactic I have been hit with, they did a good one. And I was relatively impressed. I probably told them that was a good, that was a good spin on that. But um, they said Black Friday, you know. This TV right here is $800, but on Black Friday, it's $250. You know everybody is going to wait and and buy something on Black Friday. And what I want to do is offer you something as a Black Friday. Like, they ain't never going to offer that ever again. Yeah, I know. You little tricksters. What's funny is when, okay, so Tyler and I, when we went to Florida in 2019, we had to go to a presentation. Mm-mm. And... <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> So, it was a part of, like, this sampler packet that we had bought through this, like, timeshare company. Uh-huh. And we only had, a, we had 12 months to use all of these points. And so, we used some of them to our trip to Florida. But the, you know, stipulation is you had to go to a one-hour presentation. So, we go to the presentation. And they said, this is the best offer we can give you. We're not going to be able to offer you this again. If you decline this time, we're going to cancel you out of our system blah 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 so we said no we're not we're good and walked away and then in 2021 they called and they said hey we want to send you to florida or wherever you want to go so that's why we went to disney and um we go to a one-hour presentation there and the guy was like this is the best offer we're going to give you. It was the exact same offer that they had given us two years ago. Two years ago so. Okay, I left out a, big, a really funny part, and I know I said I would let this be brief, but... Okay, so I think you have to be married to go to these presentations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well... Ops. Yeah. So it's <laughs> no... No... Uh, whatever. We're not married. So that's no shock to anybody. So, but they ask us if we're married, and I kind of knew that in the back of my head. So I had said yes initially because it was kind of like we didn't know that initially. But they were like, "How long have you guys?" Oh no, they said, "What are you guys celebrating?" So what I thought is like, "Oh, if you say you're celebrating something fun, they're gonna do extra stuff for you." The hotel that is not the time, whatever this was. <laughs> so then it turned into like, "Oh, it's like they grab every married couple or whatever." And so we said anniversary mm. is what we said, and then which was tr- kind of true, sure, ish, yeah, yeah. So then they're like, "Oh, how many years have you been married?" Mm. And we just side eye each other and go with it. Yeah. So then we say three years was the going time most of the time. I think three years, and then they were like, "Oh my gosh, what's your anniversary?" And I was like, February 20th. He said, February 7th. I was like, okay. (laughs) February 7th. Sounds good. And then it was just like all those things. We were like trying. They were just like, well, 
I don't know. Like, where'd you guys go on your honeymoon? And then we were like, oh, we haven't yet because we like, had This is kids. our honeymoon. Yeah. Anyways, we were really scrambling. I, I felt like at some point they may have known that we weren't telling the whole truth. But anyways, that was... How was the flying? Like, flying? I know that you... I, the flying. I know that you were um, looking forward to not being able to wear Yeah, mask. no mask, but in Mexico, you have to put them on. Like in the airport? Yeah. Okay. And then even... And then at the the shuttle? uh, We didn't. I don't think so. Okay. No. We drank in the shuttle, I think. But, um, like when you go to restaurants there, they want you to have them on to walk in. I can take it off once you sit down. Like even at the resort? Yes. Oh, okay. But not like when you're outside or like... Yeah. You don't have to. It was was just like, I don't know. Okay, so then did you have to take a COVID test? Uh Oh, yeah, we did. You did? Yeah. Okay. Both negative. (laughs) You're so sad about that. I was. Well, you've already, I mean. What? Has Tony had COVID? Uh Uh-uh. He hasn't. You have. No, I mean, probably. I thought you tested positive. Well. Back in January or. Yeah. Ish. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's fine. We won't talk about it. Okay. Uh, are you, do you, you don't believe the test? Whether it's the <coughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. It was just like, <laughs> everyone had it at one point and like Paisley had had it and then I got sick. So it's like, I didn't really test. Oh, you just, just assumed like, that you had it. Yeah. But she tested positive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so anyway, we I got- mean, I think maybe you're outside the 90 day period anyway, but you know, I actually just heard on the news or maybe it was an article um, the other day that at least 60% of the population in our country has had COVID at least once, if not twice. Mm. And so they're talking that we've actually potentially reached herd immunity. And so, because everyone's had it at least once or now I know multiple people that have had it twice. I saw a thing where it was like, if you're vaccinated one and Every 13,000 and like 680 people is your chances of getting it. Okay. <laughs> Low. It's, yeah, but I mean, you know, like you can still get it obviously if you're vaccinated, but it's not, very, it's not very likely. It's not likely. And then you don't, the symptoms are not as bad. I mean, yeah. So you're more likely to get hit by a train. Right. Yeah. Now, my statistician husband would probably look at those statistics and be like, like, what was the sampling size and like, what was, you know, he would look at all of it. Where did the information come from? Was it a, a, you know, accredited, Mm -hmm. all of that. So, um, anyway, but. Okay. Tell me about the situation. Okay. So. I'll update you on our week because since you were in Mexico, we didn't really chat just a whole lot. Um, So we had Charlie had a soccer game on Saturday and that was good. And then they had a sleepover with my in-laws and Tyler and I went to Fayetteville. Oh yeah. And went to the Garth Brooks concert. Posted on my Facebook. Posted on. People were like, are you really in Mexico? Yeah. So (laughs) anyway, um, our MWA Instagram account is connected to Chelsea's Facebook account, and which I thought I de- deconnected it. Yeah, yeah. So clearly not. It 
it went to her Facebook, and so then people, so then people were thinking that she was in Fayetteville, yeah, and she was in Mexico, and so then she had a post that she was actually, in fact, in Mexico, mm-hmm. and that I had posted. Anyway, yeah. it was this long thing. Um, Garth Brooks was amazing. Oh yeah, I have never seen him before. Have you seen Garth? I don't know. I don't. Oh my gosh. So. You have to see him. Okay. And, you know, I don't know if he'll be doing another tour after this one, but hopefully, and if he is, and we will find a place that he okay. is, and we will go. Because I feel like every person needs to see Garth in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, like, in his upper 50s, if not early 60s, and this guy acts like he's in his 20s on stage. He's, like, running around, jumping, he sang for two and a half hours, and, like, I don't know how he did that. Just being, like, I don't know, just, like, the age that he is. I mean, because I'm almost 40, and I'm just, like, holy shit, I cannot run around for two and a half hours. And, like, sing, and just, like, he screams so much. Just, oh, really? I mean, he's just very, very... Charismatic. Charismatic on stage. He's got so much energy. So the really cool thing was, and, and I would probably have known this if I would follow him on Instagram, which I do now, but I didn't at the time. So I was kind of happy that it was a surprise, but, um, he brought uh, Trisha Yearwood on stage, which oh, okay. again, did not know. Tyler thought that maybe it was Lady Gaga because they were singing the shallow song. Okay. And- <laughs> And so Tyler said Garth and Lady Gaga. Okay. What happened was she popped up on like where we were sitting. It was on like the it was on the left side, uh-huh. and we couldn't see her. And all she did was she was like started singing, uh-huh. and then she just kind of looked like it. She just like raised up from underneath the stage. Uh-huh. And so Tyler was like, oh, "I thought that was Lady Gaga," but you know, anyway, clearly, was, yeah. Well, because it's the song that her and Bradley yeah. Cooper sing together. Yeah. But obviously, it was Trisha Yearwood, and it was amazing. And then she sang like a couple other songs that you know are hers. Um, and then, yeah, and then so the craziest thing for us. Last week, we had reserved an Airbnb for, I mean, we reserved this back in December because as soon as we got the tickets, we reserved. So Tyler had gotten an email, I think it was like Easter weekend that was, that stated something along the lines of, we've sold the property to new owners, but they are going to be moving forward with all the reservations that, that the property has. So we were like, all right, cool. So then last Tuesday, four or five days before Saturday, yes. we get an email that's like, the now owners are going to be canceling reservations for the property because they want to start construction immediately. Yeah. We're like, what the F? Yeah. So we go back and forth with the people and finally, you know, they were like, we'll just give you a full refund. So then, of course, we're like, we're like scrambling to see there's nothing in Fayetteville. Okay. Because people traveled from all over to see this concert. There's nothing in Salem Springs, Springdale, Roger. We were staying in Rogers, which is 30 minutes away from Fayetteville. Anyway, so the only thing that we found was out on Beaver Lake. Oh. And it was like a huge, I mean, it was like a big cabin. It was pretty expensive for one night. And we were just like, no. So we drove home. 
Oh. We got home at 2 a.m. Oh, okay. And which is, you know, I mean, it's not late, but for us, it's like. It's like. God, I mean, it's like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And we, um, I think, like, we were just so tired, you know, like, even driving. And it it was raining the whole time we were driving, and. So I just, I was like trying to stay awake and I'd fall asleep and then I'd wake up and I'd see like, I wasn't driving obviously. And I'd see headlights and I would think like, oh my God, there's a car coming at us. And so then I'd like, anyway, it was just Tyler was like, just shut up. (laughs) Well, I didn't tell him that, but in my mind I was thinking that. So then I thought I just need to stay awake because he's probably tired. And so anyway, so we made it home and I slept until 1030 on Sunday morning. I felt like my whole day was gone. It wasn't. It wasn't, though. It wasn't, Now, so when 5 o'clock on Sunday came, I thought, man, my whole day is gone. It's gone. I haven't even got out my rope yet. I know. (laughs) Exactly. So, anyway, so that was was our weekend, and... um, Is that the situation? No. So, okay. All right. Okay, so I know you're patiently waiting. Well, we had to get through your story, and then... it was long. Sorry. Okay, so, well, you had a much more interesting weekend than I did. Um, I did not get called or whatever it is, tapped out on at the... Uh, tapped out. <laughs> cut not, off. Cut off, thank cut you. Cut off, Elizabeth. Cut off at the bar. Um, okay, so, the other day, Addie was at school, mm-hmm. and for the listeners that don't know, my oldest daughter got bucked off a horse, and mm-hmm. she broke her collarbone and her arm, this was four weeks ago. So she's at the end of her, like, cast Stint. and, you know, yeah. like, all of it. She's yeah. going to be getting it off um, next week. So um, she is – okay, so she's at school, and she's sitting under this tree with, like, her friends. And it's kind of on a hill that, you know, like, she could get pushed down or whatever. So – this boy that she was in um, pre, pre-K or kindergarten, I can't remember, because she was asking me, like, do you remember this little boy? And I was like, yeah, his name sounds familiar. Anyway, so she was in class with him at one point, and um, he came up to her and her friends and was, like, telling them that they couldn't be there and that this was, like, the tree club. He was the president of the tree club. I mean, this is how kind of petty, like, third grade is. Um and so Addie was like, well, no, we can be here. Like you and your friends can come over and play here too, but we have a right to be here, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the little boy got really angry at Addie and was like kind of yelling at her and her friends and then just straight up pushed her. And because she was kind of like on, it's kind of like on a hill, she like fell over and luckily kind of, like, kind of caught herself, but she fell on her shoulder that's, like, her collarbone that's kind of broken. Anyway, so she, her and her friends went and told the assistant teacher, the aide that's out there that's watching, that this little boy was, like, yelling at them, and, like, he had actually, like, you know, put physically, you know, kind of pushed Addie. And the teacher was like... Um, well, you just need to go tell him that he needs to, that I said that he needs to go to the other side of the playground. Mm -hmm. And so then the girls go back over there and they tell him, he's like, I don't have to leave, you know, blah, blah, blah. So 
Anyway, so Addie's telling us all of this information, and I could just tell that Tyler was, like, fuming. So, what would you do as a parent in that situation? And I will tell you what Tyler did. Oh, no. Okay. Because, you know, you guys look at it like it's a little boy that is, like, pushing a girl. So, there's that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know... On top of it, it's she's it's clearly obvious that she has like a broken I, arm and right. I would have first off been like, was Addie hurt? Did it hurt her? And um, if I was a teacher, that's would have been like, are you okay? Are you hurt? You feel fine? Whatever. I would address that first. And as a parent, if she was fine, I don't know that. I would probably just, I don't know. I would honestly probably just tell Paisley to stay away from them and not pay attention to them. And, like, there's going to be people like that everywhere you go. So, right. it's like, I'm not big on the rescue thing, I think. So, but if she was hurt, I feel my feelings would have been different. If she wasn't hurt... You know, I would just make sure that, like, my daughter knows, you know, you do no man lays hands on you. I don't care. You know, so that's unacceptable. Unfortunately, we aren't his parents, so we're not going to control his actions. But you're going to control, like, who you're around. Yeah. So, with Ad- so what we told Addie was that... You know, we were, of course, asked her if she was fine and, like, all of that. And she said she was. She was, like, luckily, he didn't push me, like, that hard for me to fall down on my shoulder and, like, my arm. But it did knock me off, like, my, you know, my balance. And I kind of had to, like, grab something so I wouldn't fall um, since she is, like, you know, kind of so protective of her arm and stuff right now. Um, um, So... So, I could tell that Tyler was, like, getting really upset. And he was just like, that teacher should have done something. Like, the teacher should have, instead of taking, instead of telling the girls who were kind of being, like, verbally assaulted and then even, like, physically assaulted to go then tell the kid who was the one doing all of these things, Mm -hmm. um... To, well, so-and-so said you need to go back to the other side of the playground. Yeah, I mean, she probably, I mean, it's probably not the best idea to deflect and make the kids tell the other kid what to do. I mean, that's not a perfect situation. I think objectively looking at it, it's just like, I don't know, you have to think about, like, you can give the kids the power to say, no, you actually do have to get the other other side or you know the assistant or whoever can just make the kids sit out or you know I think it's just it's so tough because the school shouldn't be responsible for raising kids well no but they are responsible for keeping kids safe yeah keeping kids safe and holding them accountable for sure I just think so okay so what we did was oh man Tyler was like this morning, he was like... Went to the school board. No. He was like, <laughs> hey, I really think that we should email oh, the principal. Oh, okay. Because I think they need to be aware that this little boy, like, pushed daddy, you know, and, and all this stuff. Yeah. 
And so what had happened, let me go back. So when Addie got into like the line to go back to her class, she told her teacher like what had happened. So then that teacher texts this little boy's teacher Oh, and she, okay. that, her, his teacher walked him down to class. Oh, okay. And then all of Addie's friends that were there, um, confirmed the story that she had told and said, yes, we did okay. see him push her. And so then he apologized. So I, you know, I was like, I'm glad that like Addie's teacher handled the situation appropriately. Yeah. But the fact is, is that she still had to go confront this little boy and tell him, you know, what the discipline, like what his like punishment was, I guess, where we felt like the teacher or the aide should have done that on the playground himself, because it would have, it would have given it more like clout, I guess, if it was like actually coming from the teacher versus like authority, right? More authority. Yeah. Yeah. Then it became from like, Addie. for sure. So anyway, so we, Tyler, you said actually, we need to do your orientation for your assistance. <laughs> right. The Bells are actually hosting your new employee recruitment event. No, you're like new employee orientation yeah. is what it is. Let me give you some training on how you should do these things. How <laughs> you should handle these situations. Yeah. So, yeah. We don't email the principal. We're not like those people that like email the principals about every single thing because yeah. – we do think that like our kids have to figure out how to handle conflict yeah. in a healthy way. And it, so is she in third grade? Yeah, she's in th- so she's Paisley nine. had a lot of issues. So she went to Southeast. I remember whenever you yeah. Yeah. So third grade is really, I feel like it's like a pivotal year. It that's, has what to every, be. that's what everyone says. Like they're coming into their own and yeah. a lot of mimicked actions, I think, really start to come out like and I just go back to like how kids are raised but I do think third grade was tough for Paisley and you know she would cry almost every day after school but it was just because like mean girl stuff yeah and um you know I didn't I let it go on for a while I mean I didn't ever really say anything until like I don't know she had probably cried for a long time I just reached out to her teacher about it, and she can her teacher confirmed it and said it was, you know, definitely happening. And well, and she I think would watch her. she was new to that school too, yeah. right? Yeah, she was. And so I think sometimes whenever you like you grow up with like the same kids, and then like a new person comes in, yeah, and then maybe that new person's getting like more attention because they're like the new kid, and then there's. I don't know. There's like, and girls are it's, just, yeah. I mean, even at on sixth grade, right? Like, three is a crowd. It's it tough. is. I so this lady I used to run with, and I really wish that I could remember that her saying, uh-huh. but it basically had to do like it had to it had to do with like you need to stay on a bicycle because on a tricycle, you know, you could it never works out or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it was like it was some kind of you know analogy to like three is a crowd two Uh is what you need to stay with interesting and that I've always kind of felt that way because Addie's always kind of navigated friendships and like been in groups of girls that have been threes and she's always kind of the one that like the other two are maybe closer Uh and maybe have known each other longer 
And so she's always one that's kind of a little bit on the outside. You yeah. Know? She's like friends with them, but then like when, when they all three get together, you, there's clearly a connection between two of them that's much stronger than, yeah. you know. It's interesting. Yeah, I think it, it's just so hard to like really teach kids, you know, true friends are hard to find. Be careful with your words. Be careful with your time. And I think, like, for my daughter, you know, she she battles all, all of it, right? Because she's, like, always on the defense for the studio. Like, if you don't respect the studio, then I don't respect you type kind of RBF situation. Yeah. And then, like, she always, ha- like, wants to be friends with everyone. She wants everyone to love everyone. But then she also wants to have, like, her little friends in her pockets. But then most of the time, she really wants to be at home. But more... Now she's starting to want to like hang out a little bit more, but she is, um, I, I don't know. It's so hard. You know, it's like, were you ever like that as like, as a young girl? I mean, honestly, I know I was. So sometimes I, I don't think that I was, I think I always wanted to just be funny to everybody. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think I ever, like I wanted, I kind of was similar. Like I wanted everyone to like have fun and laugh and stuff. So I was just always like cracking jokes. Um, It was always hard for me to, when I was like in elementary school. And so it was, so sometimes I have a little bit of like sympathy for Addie's friends that can't understand like why she wants to have other friends, which it makes no sense when you say it out loud. I know. But like, I, you know, they, there's like some jealousy that goes on because I think that, there's a part of those friends that feel like Addie's going to be taken away from them and that they're not going to be able to spend as much time together and like blah, blah, blah. I mean, I was very much like that in elementary school and I don't know why. I mean, I look mm-hmm. back at it now and think like that was really stupid. Yeah. Um, but I think because like, you know, I had one really good friend in elementary school and then when that person started hanging out with other people, it just was kind of like... Yeah, the dynamics of your friendship change, and mm-hmm. for someone like me, that sometimes changes. Although I, I, and you know, like I, I don't mind change. I like change. It sometimes can be hard for me to, even as an adult, to when accept I think, change. Okay, when I think about it, so back in like I guess elementary school, so like sixth grade and lower, um, I think there was two of us that were really tight, and then there was like this other girl that like wasn't always nice but like we wanted to be friends with her because she wanted to be friends with us and I remember but it was like we us two never wanted to hang out with her alone really Mm. we always wanted to be together to hang out with her um and I do remember that vaguely but I don't think it was anything but like we didn't really we could never figure out the motive or, like, what was really going on. I don't know. So, we were just probably protecting each other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But I I never, I don't know. I think it's just, it really is just the fear of, like, always losing someone. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah. Or, like, the fear of change instead of, like, oh, no. I saw a quote that was, like, this is basically us. It was, like. You can be friends your whole life and you have, like, two pictures together. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, me and you. Well, like our older life. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. No, like... that's. I mean, you know, like I, I don't know. I feel like now as an adult, I don't need to have this like large group of friends. Like yeah, no. I really enjoy having you know the group of friends that we do have, which is like four or five maybe, and that where we can all just like hang out and I don't know. It's like an easy travel group and. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't need, like, how, I mean, I feel like, you know, like, how it was in high school. Like, you have, like, this huge group of friends, and that's great, you know, yeah. because you want to be able to hang out with everyone, and, like, I mean, that's what high school's about, but I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I value kind of those, like, close-knit yeah. relationships and friendships more, because I just don't. It's going to sound really bad. Have I just don't have to... time to, like... Well, it doesn't sound na- bad. You know, like, navigate each... Talk. You know, yeah. And be like, yeah, let's... I don't have time grab to... grab coffee. Yeah, let's I don't have time to grab coffee. And, like, as much as I would love to, I just don't have that time in my life. Yeah. And so... Yeah, for me, it's always just been about, like, mutual respect, I think. And it's, like, I think about situations where it's, like... When there's mutual respect and mutual understanding, uh, I think, like, your friendships, like, go forever. Because everyone's situation is different, but, like, there's got to be a give and take. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of give and take. There's a lot of take these days. There's not a lot of give. So it's always, like, my thing with Paisley. It's, like, you just have to give, 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 give. Like, not everybody will give back, but eventually it'll happen. And it'll pay off and it'll feel better than if you were the one taking all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I just, we had a girl actually um, quit the studio while I was on vacation. And mm. we compete Saturday. Nice. And so, it's just like, you know, for my daughter, she just is like, feels like it's such a selfish act yeah. to do that. Because it's, there's a whole team involved. And so, um, she takes things so personally. Yeah. And, um well, and I think that's just kind of like her age. Yeah, well, and, yeah. she's always done that. Like, even when she was younger, I think she's just very loyal and very connected and just thinks that it's, like, such a, like, I don't know, like, such a put-down or, like, such a, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, when you're being, like, what's the word? Like, a diss or something, uh, you know? yeah. Like, rejected? Yeah, she just, it just makes her feel some type of way so she gets like so defensive and whatever but anyways I just you know I don't think it's I would never let my child do it but it's like one of those things that's like happens every year yeah and we move on but yeah well luckily so we started this conversation with like the incident that happened at school luckily the principal did reply back and she said that they are going to take care of it and talk about talk to the kid and all of that so more importantly talk to the teacher that dealt with like Right. More importantly, <laughs> talk to the and and that was like you know, in the email Did you that Tyler to resume. Right. <laughs> in the, like, I have done extensive trainings <laughs> on these. Um, in the email that Tyler wrote, it said like, you know, regardless if she, you know, if she already had an injury or not, you know, like we we just feel like the situation wasn't handled appropriately, um, and so. Anyway, so he did really try to, like, call out, like, what we thought the issue 
was. actually was. Yeah. You know, I mean, kids are going to get upset and they're going to act in a way that maybe they wouldn't. But, I mean, Addie did kind of start the conversation about, or the, the story about this was, you know, this little boy does have, like, some anger issues. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, it makes me think that either something has happened before or she's seen something with this little boy uh-huh. um, for her to say that. Yeah. And so... Or overheard talking. Yeah. So, anyway. But, yeah. So, we we went to the principal, which is, again, nothing that we well, normally do. So. I think we could close this off by saying, um, based on last week's episode, I had a handful of parents that definitely wanted to the $900 a year... <laughs> Uh, statement with the old Beth over here. So, really so stirring now, up some controversy. So now they, that's what they expect from you. Yeah. Her dedication is $900 a year, guys. And, you know, you can go to her dance school. Right. She pays, it's only 50 cents a day. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, man. That's just, hilarious. Yeah. So many people commented on it just to me, like in person or text and was like, man, $900 a year, I'll take that. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll talk to Beth about that. <laughs> right. You know, that's for one activity. Uh-huh. Not for not for like multiple things, which your dance studio does. You not only do recreational, you do competitive. With competitive comes all the things. All the things. You okay. got all Look of that her. stuff. Look at her covering. So, I'm covering. Yeah. I got to justify it because <laughs> oh, yeah. when we were in dance and we only did recreational, we had the, yeah. the recital fee and then we had the, the costume thing. Uniforms, what you wanted to say. Uniforms is what I wanted to say. So we had to buy all kinds of stuff for they class. Weren't, they weren't really in dance, so. <laughs> We're still waiting on her to come to dance class. She went to a babysitter. Well, you're gonna be waiting for Addie, that's for sure. So Charlie, Charlie's your girl. Yeah. Come um, on. Anyway, all right. Well, I hope you all enjoy this episode. It's been great to just catch up and talk about um We have some guests coming up. We do. We have yeah. some guests coming up for and uh I think starting next week. Yep. So yeah, it'll be really fun and we're excited for y'all to hear what we have coming up in the next several weeks actually um so tune in give us your feedback give us your recommendations five stars yep five stars and we just appreciate uh you listening and being you know being loyal loyal listeners to us and continuing on this journey and we will catch you next time bye 